The global COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic is escalating, fast approaching half a million confirmed cases worldwide, with more than 18,000 deaths. President Trump says he'd like to see the United States opened up by Easter. This year, that's April 12th. Some health experts say that would be premature, but Nobel laureate Michael Levitt says he sees signs of recovery. Levitt has analyzed COVID-19 and data from 78 countries. He believes the number of infections will start decreasing more quickly than expected. The shutdowns, the health risks, social distancing, all of this, of course, is weighing heavily on the world and the American people. So how can we overcome our fears, anxiety, and impatience? Well, Pastor Paula White Kane is personal minister and spiritual advisor to President Trump. She's a motivational speaker and author. Her latest book is Something Greater, Finding Triumph Over Trials. She hosts the television show Paula White Today. Paula, thank you for your time. A lot of people are getting laid off right now from their jobs. They worry about the future, being able to pay bills. Older people, of course, concerned about their health. They're shut in without direct contact with loved ones and grandkids, so forth. So what are you telling people when they seek advice from you about dealing with all of this? You know, in uncertain times, we certainly have a certain God. This might have caught us off, you know, off uh, our course and blindsided us, but it certainly did not catch God off guard. And the one thing I encourage people is God, throughout all of his word, from Genesis through Revelation, doesn't only provide us with words of comfort, but he shows us when people went through very difficult times. You look at the plague in Numbers chapter 16 and how Moses sends Aaron into the midst of the assembly to take the censer, that is to offer up prayers and to stand between the dead and the living. And the prayers of God's people literally stopped the plague. We know that we need science, technology, doctrine. Doctors were doing everything humanly possible, but I believe one of our greatest weapons is that of prayer. We also see Psalm chapter 91. Uh, rabbis continue to read that as a, a psalm of deliverance, a psalm of protection. And we see that as he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Of course, it goes on through 16 verses to give us all these wonderful promises, but to dwell means to sit. And as hard as it is during this time, uh, we have to learn how do we homestead? How do we sit in God? Because his promises are sure for us. And I am seeing throughout maybe, you know, these difficulties, pandemic, I remind people, remains to, means to be widespread. And it is widespread. That doesn't mean that uh, the, the death toll, as you said, is increasing, but because especially the drastic actions that President Trump took initially by shutting those borders down and shutting off travel to China and the hot spots, um, what he did with uh, creating those borders with Europe and shutting down the flights there, I believe that caused us to be drastically ahead. So we took some very difficult, tough steps in the beginning that we knew that would begin to slow that curve. We didn't want that steep spike. We wanted that curve and that everyone's so familiar with now. And that's why we were saying 15 days, 15 days. Does that mean everything goes away in 15 days? No, but it means we certainly have been able to control and we'll get some of that hard data 
as you were talking about. We'll see our economy not only recover, but I believe that it will also, it will soar. This is a a temporary thing. It's a new life. I mean, it's when you say we've learned new things through it, uh, social distancing. I like to use the word physical distancing because we need to be socially connected. We need people to know that we care. We love them. How are you doing? Text someone today. Reach out. Give them a word of encouragement. Let them know that you know a sovereign God is not caught off guard by this. And Paula, uh, how can we pray for the president? I know he's facing hostilities, a hostile media every day, criticism is unrelenting. I'm sure he's hearing many voices about how he should respond or not respond to this pandemic. So how should we pray for him at this time? It's interesting. I've been on several calls that actually asked the president, they said, um, sir, how would you like us to pray? And I heard him repeat that he wants to pray for all Americans to be healthy, to be well, um, that we need to pray for this nation. Um, and his concern was for the well-being of all people. Personally, I think we should continue to pray James 1.5, that he would walk in wisdom and that he would be led by the Spirit of God, that good information would be given to him. Um, we need to pray for all of our leaders during this time. He's got those tough shoulders, they're broad shoulders. Um, we're all human. I'm sure we need to pray that he would stay strong and not weary and well-doing for his physical and spiritual and emotional stamina. Pray for his family as he works tirelessly on behalf of the American people. And uh, he is doing a phenomenal job. I mean, polls are showing that. Everyone's saying, I, I mean, it's skyrocketing. If if people thought, boy, this would be the demise, the exact opposite. I've known him for 19 years. He's a phenomenal leader. He's able, especially during difficult times, to rise to the occasion. He's at his highest ever for approval ratings. Okay, I'm sorry we're out of time, but Pastor Paula White-Kane, there's a lot to pray about, especially for the president, our leaders, our nation, other countries. Thank you for your time and insights. Thank you.